Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there. Why do seemingly heartless, corrupt, ignorant people have significant power and wealth in this world? And why do clearly loving, intelligent, gifted people of high integrity have no power in this world, or little. What do you think the answer is to this? I want you to consider it. As I observe the world and my life situations, I've been wondering this myself, and the answer came to me in a different way than I expected, and it came in a video and some blog posts created by Brian Gibbs, who's the founder of ConsciousnessCalibrations.com which I share his website often because I'm a subscriber there and I get a lot of great content ideas and calibrations that I want to share with you. So the answer to this is not so black and white necessarily, but still I'll do my best today to enlighten you with simple, non-judgmental, objective consciousness research and calibrations around this issue. And This is super fascinating and it can help a lot of you um, that are wondering about this yourself. It's like like an aha. I'm like, oh my God, all right. So then I could pivot and change my mind about myself. But before I get into today's topic, my name is Liz Gracia. I'm your happy host here at HighVibeTribeRadio.com on the podcast and HighVibeTribeTV.com on our YouTube YouTube channel. I'm also the founder and editor-in-chief of the MindBodySpiritNetwork.com. I'm on a mission to help you raise your level of consciousness on a wide variety of topics related to transforming or shifting yourself in the realms of mind, body, spirit, health, personal development, and spiritual growth. 
And I support this intention over at the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com by creating and curating free online events, online courses, and tools for personal transformation from luminary healers, visionary thought leaders, best-selling authors, and powerful agents of change. And today is no exception. So let's get started with today's topic. So again, I asked the question, why do seemingly heartless, corrupt, ignorant people have significant power and wealth in this world? And some clearly loving, intelligent, gifted people of high integrity don't. What did you come up for the answer of this? Let me tell you, it all has to do with self-esteem. But before I get much further into why this is so, let's define self-esteem just to be clear. And according to the Oxford Dictionary, it is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. It's also related to self-respect, self-regard, dignity, and a sense of self. This is on the healthy side of self-esteem. In consciousness, there's a range of self-esteem, and I found this uh, paragraph when I was Googling it pretty helpful. And the range of self-esteem can look like this. Overly high self-esteem is feeling superior to others. People with overly high self-esteem are often arrogant, self-indulgent, and express feelings of entitlement, and they likely love news coverage and publicity. (laughs) Just to paint a picture, if you feel yourself projecting or being in this way, you might want to get your self-esteem in check and take a look at it. So on the low side of self-esteem, you're feeling inferior to others and unworthy. So that's the low end. Healthy self-esteem is having an accurate and balanced self-view. Now, as I mentioned, I found a video on this topic and a blog, for that matter. There's a couple of, there's a couple of posts on consciousness calibrations all about self-esteem. And they were so helpful to me. And I shared it with others. I'm like, I got to share this on the podcast because this is such a key to the kingdom. Let me tell you, in in it's saying, you know, the keys to the kingdom. Here they are, in a good way, right? So you'll you're gonna find links below to the posts and the videos that I recommend you take a look at because Brian is of higher consciousness, and he cares about the truth as an advanced spiritual t- uh, student of Dr. David R. Hawkins, as I too care about the truth, and am an advanced spiritual student of Dr. Hawkins. So our alignment is, we intend it to be at a high level. So let's just put it at that. Whether it is or not, you decide. (laughs) But um, I have faith in what Brian has to say about it. And he is, uh, you know, he checks in with himself as well. So... Again, why do seemingly heartless, corrupt, ignorant people have significant power in this world? Their answer is they have significant self-esteem and confidence. They own their worth and believe in themselves, regardless of what other people think about them, which, you know, may not be such a great thing that they're not paying attention. But 
Many of them are also of lower consciousness in some areas of their lives, in their beliefs and in their understandings. And this lower consciousness could be lack of education, trauma-related dysfunction, unwillingness to accept that they're less than or believe in what others may have to say about them in their upbringing, and um, likely inherited stuff, which I've spoken about before. So there are more than enough rags-to-riches stories out there that support this hypothesis, like Someone owned their own, you know, many of these rags to riches stories is because they decided to own their own worth and they were not going to listen to what anyone else had to say about them and they were just going to go be and do and have whatever it is that they want in this world and not be subject to the low level beliefs and consciousness of others. So why do clearly loving, intelligent, gifted people of high integrity don't have power in this world? And this is, I'm talking about worldly power. Let's, you know, there's plenty of people of this description that have power in this world for sure. But um, it'd be helpful to have more people with worldly power in charge, with high consciousness, high self-esteem. That's really the king combo we want in our government and the president of the United States for sure. And throughout history, we have essentially had that until recently. So um, what's going on is that there's low self-esteem and perhaps hidden unworthiness problems running in people of higher consciousness outwardly. You know, they're outwardly loving. They have everything you would think, but on the, within them they have some belief or um, pattern running that's unworthy and low self-esteem. So, since money is a big driver in this world, I want to share some consciousness calibrations around self-esteem as it relates to money. And it's proven in consciousness research, and I'm pretty sure I found this in Dr. Hawkins' book, Letting Go the Pathway to Surrender. (coughs) That However you value yourself, whether it's conscious or unconscious, you receive that financially. So if you're wondering how you can be a person of higher consciousness and be scraping by financially, this is why. This is, this is a hidden determinant in your behavior and your life's experience. It's hidden. Um, until it becomes to light. You're like, okay, I got to look at this. And this is what happened to me. I'm like, oh my God, I got to look at this because something's going on here that makes no sense to me. So you need to take a look at unworthiness patterns and beliefs within yourself and within your family, friends, and associates, right? And this is not to blame, shame, and guilt your family, friends, and associates. It's just a way to recognize patterns in your own consciousness. What are you attracted to? Who are you hanging out with? You're a match. You're a magnetic match energetically to um, financial troubles is just one example. Relationship troubles, you know, people that keep attracting abusive relationships, they've got it running within them. They're still a magnet to it because they haven't let go of the attractor fields that bring it to them. So it's a letting go and a releasing process. So 
low self-esteem can be inherited, meaning generations. And I've been here, you know, I'm a clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairsentient, you know, psychic medium, essentially. I have these abilities that I awakened to in 2003. And I have been hearing, clairaudient, I hear from spirit, I can hear it like you talking to me, that when I'm canoodling problems or contemplating issues and wondering how I can resolve them, I hear the word generational. And I've been hearing it for a long time, years, more than five years for sure. And I finally found a solution on how to go about it, how to resolve it, how to release it. And I discovered this about myself. I discovered the lowest self-esteem thing going through um, what's called the emotion code therapy. And I shared this in another episode, my experience with the emotion code. So I'll share this aspect of it here. During the uh, the therapy session, we test to see where the trapped emo- you know what the trapped emotions are in regards to a particular topic. And um, when, during the testing, if something doesn't test out positive or not, you can't tell what's going on. It's an indication that the trapped emotion is inherited, and. We came up on several sessions with inherited low self-esteem issues that could be traced back like 30 to 50 generations. So imagine 55 generations of your family with the trapped emotion of low self-esteem. I mean, that's like, how do you get rid of that? So <laughs> the emotion code helped to release that, and I could, f- I have felt the the release of all of this stuff in significant ways. So I'll share a link to that sharing of that episode because the emotion code is pretty friggin' powerful and helps to address self-esteem issues, that's for sure. Especially those hidden ones that you inherit. You wouldn't know they were there. Like you think they're yours. And you keep, well, they are yours, but you keep passing it along. It's like, all right, let's like stop the madness and nip it at the bud and not move forward in our... In, in new lives and new generations with this garbage. So anyway, I'm getting on my high horse about it because I'm aggravated and frustrated that I've you have to figure this one out. It's like, okay, let's figure it out. So anyway, generations of low self-esteem showed up in my testing and clearing of the trapped emotions. And this type of stuff interferes with all areas of your life. Financially, relationship, the whole shebang right? If you're carrying around low self-esteem, you're going to keep attracting the experiences that are related to it. So I'm like, I'm done with it. This is, life is a bore. Life isn't meant to be like this and repetitive and boring. Let's move on. So you got to step into courage about this first, right? You got to step into courage. And this is the doorway to true power and change. This is on the scale of human consciousness. Without courage, or something higher, nothing's going to change. It's going to remain the same. You're going to be in this, this uh, you know, stuck in a rut, a tractor field of crap that you don't want. So the next step, if you need to step into courage first, then that's the first step. But if you've already got courage and you, you got something more you could step into, then what you really need to step into is you need to own it, own the fact that you've got low self-esteem running. 
And you also have to accept that you're the creator of your own experience, which is a tough pill to swallow if you've got a lot of low-level stuff showing up in your life. You're like, are you kidding me? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have created this if I'd known it. And it was during a very significant spiritual awakening when I was experiencing incredibly high levels of self-esteem and love and divinity and then confronted with horrific stuff like I can't even describe it's so horrific and I heard Claire audiently like from spirit guides which we all have believe it or not calibrates as true as a high level at a high level I heard loud and clear you are the creator of this experience and it was that that moment I'm like holy crap how do I undo this I I was willing to accept it because I heard it and I heard the truth in it the truth of it I'm like all right I can't blame and shame and look outside of myself anymore for this. i got to figure out how I attracted it into my life. So in any event, when you are willing to accept you're the creator of your own experience, stepping into that level of consciousness calibrates 350 on the scale of human consciousness, which is also of higher mind. You've just made a quantum leap in your own consciousness by accepting this. And whether, you know, you got to work your way into it is another issue. you got to work your way into it. But at least accepting it, you've, you've accepted power now. You're like, okay, I'm the creator. I can change these things. And I'm not going to listen to anyone else anymore. <laughs> Unless it's someone of higher consciousness who can help you, right? That's, it. That's the qualify that one a little bit. So anyway, unworthiness calibrates at 165 on the map of consciousness. There's no power there, period. The end. Nothing's going to change. You're not going anywhere. It's a train to nowhere when you've got unworthiness running. So you've got to figure out a way to release the energy of unworthiness. Whereas worthy calibrates at 265 on the map of consciousness. That's a quantum leap between the two. So you've got to wake up to your situation, accept it, Forgive yourself because you didn't know any better for being in it and start to unravel this and bridge the gap between the two, between the unworthiness and the worthiness and step into true self-esteem. So this is super interesting. This is a really interesting point that Brian made in his calibrations. Billionaires and people with charisma, political power, psychic powers and miraculous healing powers have self-esteem in the 500s. That's huge. Considering Brian did a recent calibration of the self-esteem of the people on the planet and the self-esteem of mankind as of January of 2022, so that's over a year ago, was about 193 and 193 is low vibe. I mean, there's lower consciousness. It's force is operating in the world, not power. It's force. And it's destructive. So, I mean, that that should not come as too big of a surprise. It's a bit, it's disappointing, but I know that the planet is predominantly of lower consciousness anyway. So, when you accept that, you can let, you know, surrender that part of the world to God and enjoy your life. Choose differently. So your consciousness is a king combo of all levels, 
I realize that. You're a lava lamp of consciousness, which I love that phrase that I stole from Conversations with God. God in there is like, you know what? You're a lava lamp of consciousness. And I, I see that, especially if you're empathic, because you pick up on other people's stuff pretty easily, which I do. And like, it's clear to me. Like, I pick up on other people's illnesses, like, quickly. I'm like, Jesus, this is no good. I don't want to feel, you know, you got to remember, this is not mine. I'm just picking up on other people's stuff. So, anyway, back to the king combo. You can have high self-esteem and very low integrity and be of lower consciousness. Why not? You're eternal, right? You can also be of higher consciousness and have low self-esteem and every com- every combination in between. Why not? We're eternal. Be aware that we are infinite and eternal, or eternal beings. And this statement calibrates as true at a very high level. And it's not just some overused statement from gurus or motivational speakers. Everyone's like, oh, you're unlimited, you're limitless, you're infinite, blah, blah, blah. You know, it gets, you know, the energy from where they're speaking I don't know, kind of is a turnoff to me because I hear it too much. It's like over, it's like a marketing meme or anyway. But the truth of the matter is there are no limits to who you can be. You are an infinite being. Again, calibrates is true at a high level. So how do you, how do you work with this? How do you finesse the fields of consciousness for your own well-being? So, Uh, you know, back to the billionaire example, some billionaires have high self-esteem and high consciousness like Oprah Winfrey. She's been calibrated at her, her show was calibrated at a very high level. She's a billionaire. She definitely has high self-esteem and she has high integrity for sure. She's a living example of the King combo. Whereas Hitler, he had high self-esteem, but extremely low consciousness. So there's, there's the high contrast right there. You know, not to bring up Hitler, but like, hey, he had high self-esteem and he used the power in negatively. He had a lot of power, but he used it in evil ways. So, and Oprah had a lot of power and used it in positive ways. So there's no reason why we can't all be Oprah. We all have within us what Oprah has within her. We just all have different experiences and different blocks to it that we need to surrender and transcend. So how can we build self-esteem within ourselves? Yeah, I mean, you could just choose it. That's the, the, the quick route. But there may be blocks to that. So first, you got to understand that your past experiences, traumas, and false adopted and likely inherited beliefs create the blocks to healthy self-esteem. you got to first understand that. Next, it's helpful to see, um, to understand that there is also a spiritual ego. And the spiritual ego is a sly fox and hard to detect. It's as sly as a fox and hard to detect. So you need to see if the spiritual ego is tying you up in knots. And this is a good one. And I did an entire episode on the spiritual eagle that I noticed within myself. And I'll share a link to that in the show notes below. But I, I feel like I want to do another one, an updated version of defining what the spiritual eagle is, what to look for, 
and understand that it, it doesn't serve you. It's a destructive part of you that still wants to keep you down in some level of, you know, victimhood or whatever. So anyway, you got to take a look and understand if you don't know what the spiritual ego is to look at the spiritual ego within you because self-esteem could be tied up in the spiritual ego, which holds no truth, right? Your perceptions of self, high self-esteem could hold no truth because the spiritual ego doesn't want you to see it in that way. So please be aware that you won't evolve spiritually if you don't accept your self-esteem and innate power. Self-esteem is a good thing and worthiness is a good thing. And here's a really good um, statement from Brian Gibbs' blog post, and that's Brian over at consciousnesscalibrations.com. He said, this is, like, really listen to this one, especially if you're in business, if, you have a, if you're a marketer or a business person. Self-esteem is automatically monetized in as much as you allow it. Remember, the world sees us as we see ourselves. And the follow-up to this is you can't blame and shame others for making you feel bad. You just can't. When you're willing to accept you're the creator of your own experience, you got to, like, stop the madness. People that are making you feel bad are simply responding to your magnetic energy field about yourself and likely projecting their own low-level feelings about themselves onto you. You're a ginormous magnet in an attractive field of consciousness, right? This is part of your consciousness. You're a magnet for it. It's coming to you because it's within you, not because someone else is making you feel that way, necessarily. So you got to own that part of it and take responsibility for your own life and how, peop- how you respond to what they're trying to do to you. Right? This is your opportunity to own your own power, shut it down, and be neutral. It's like, no, that's not true. You know, wh- However you deal with it, you're going to deal with it at whatever level of consciousness you're at, those types of situations. But the bottom line is you can't blame and shame others for the way they make you feel. It's your choice to feel that way. So... This is also, I want to say, there's no judgment on how you feel. You don't want to criticize yourself. This is self-scrutiny I spoke about last week. Self-scrutiny is no good. It's, it's destructive. It doesn't not going to help you get out of where you want to. It's not going to help you get where you want to go if you continually self-scrutinize and criticize yourself. You just need to be willing to accept the truth of it and choose differently. Now, The next thing is I want you to understand that our beliefs about self-esteem and worthiness are conditional. This is the spiritual ego likely at play and all of, you know, beliefs about self-esteem and and, um, worthiness. So make your beliefs about self-esteem and worthiness unconditional. Make them absolute, impersonal, and neutral, like I always advise people to remain neutral and become the witness to your reactions and beliefs about anything because neutral is a powerful energy field. Invite it in. It's going to dissipate the negativity fairly quickly when you go neutral on something. People can't respond in neutral because you're you're not giving any juice to the ego in a neutral energy field. So 
When you go neutral, the energy is going to neutralize everything, especially within you. That's all that really matters, that it neutralizes the energy in you, and you're starting the building box of power within you by becoming neutral. So another important thing about all energy fields, all levels of consciousness, including self-esteem, they are impersonal attractor fields of energy. It has nothing to do with you personally. All these attractor fields have nothing to do with you personally. Whether it's anger, whether it's love, whether it's self-esteem, whether it's unworthiness, they're all impersonal attractor fields. No one's judging you like God, the universe, life, higher intelligence, doesn't judge you for attracting in these fields. This is your choice and it's the experience of life to unravel it and transcend this, this lower stuff. So don't tangle yourself up in knots about it, about self-esteem. Let it go, neutralize it, and just choose it. Choose to have high self-esteem. Just choose it, right? Choose it like you choose one of your favorite brands of cereal off the grocery store shelf. As simple as that. No judgment about what brand of cereal you want. So don't make any judgment about what brand or energy of attractor field you want. You want high self-esteem, then just choose it, right? If you want to attract a lot of money, then just choose it. But you got to have high self-esteem for it to come through, right? And you got to remove the blocks to it. So Brian, Brian Gibbs from ConsciousnessCalibrations.com has an excellent blog about self-esteem. And I'm going to share a portion of it and then provide a link to the rest of it so you can read it, which I think is important when you read something, maybe take notes about it, align with the truth of what he's saying, and you're going to get it. Like you're going to, you're going to feel a shift, an energetic shift, because truth is pow- when truth is being spoken, it's powerful and has way more power that full than false beliefs you may be holding. So it's going to shift you, likely. It shifted me. And the spiritual ego within all of us wants to resist self-esteem and goodness. Never mind the spiritual ego, the ego in general. Any form of ego wants to resist self-esteem and goodness, right? So here's what Brian had to say about self-esteem. This is the first part of his blog post. And um, first of all, his current calibration of the self-esteem of mankind. This is back in 2022, of January 2022, this is over a year ago, was 193 by his test. So what this means energetically is that mankind resists true self-esteem and understands it to be something forced or projected rather than innate within oneself and silently radiant. Now I understand this to be true, which is how it hearing it from somebody else helped to validate and move me along like okay yeah because I didn't quite couldn't quite articulate it until I read this and then he says for this reason spiritual types tend to steer around the topic of self-esteem because the world forces self-esteem and makes it a matter of pride which pride calibrates at 175 And was it Jesus who said, pride goeth before the fall? So once you you align with pride, you're going down the tubes energetically. There's no power there. You're 
you're in a an attractive field of negativity and you can't get out of it until you step into courage. As it and so this is what he says next. As it turns out, self-esteem is a truly positive quality and necessary for success in this world. Still, the pervasive view and implementation of it is false. So we haven't evolved in our level of consciousness in general to understand this. So we force it on people. And this is an example. He says, getting psyched up, like to really try to psych yourself up and psych yourself out, is the forced temporary version of self-esteem. It seems to Brian that numerous success programs and seminars provide only short-term results because they teach the pride version of self-esteem, which is not self-sustaining. There's no energy and pride to sustain self-esteem. you got to step into um, worthiness, which is 265, is the energies of, you know, you've got courage, you've got uh, integrity, um, you've got confidence when you step into this. And let go of the pride. The pride is no good. And I don't want to, um, and what else is interesting, you will always, take a look at this for all you self-help types out there. Take a listen here. You will always need another book, lecture, conference call, self-help weekend, retreat, whatever, because it's not self-sustaining. You're in the pride version of self-improvement and that's why I like to share books that are above 200 because many books are below 200 and they're they're in the energy of pride which is not helpful you've got to go higher in order to change so self-esteem in the true sense can be cultivated without copyrighted materials in a cheer squad I love that (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say that one again Self-esteem, in the true sense, can be cultivated without copyrighted materials and a cheer squad. In fact, self-esteem is not a secret, and it's effortless. Still, these truths are hidden from us by our own egos and personalities, which control us by granting or withholding self-esteem. So, my advice recommendation is to take control of the ship right mutiny mutiny on the bounty right you got to take control of the ship now the lower part of you the ego the spiritual ego has been running the show for far freaking too long and i'm speaking of this for myself i recognize this within, within myself so you need to stop letting lower consciousness have a hold on you And I love the term egoic binds. We've got egoic binds around self-esteem and worthiness. That's what this is. That's what this is from the narcissistic core of the ego and that sly fox known as the spiritual ego. So I hope you found this topic and revelation as enlightening and helpful as I did. That's it for today's weekly dose of higher consciousness. Next week, I'm going to have a book recommendation based on higher consciousness, kind of back to, like, you don't want to be reading self-help books below 200. You just don't. You're going to keep reading them and reading them and get nowhere. 
spinning your wheels. So I like to kind of source out high vibe books that have been calibrated as to their level of consciousness and then go check them out on Amazon and Goodreads and see if they got some good reviews as well. So I'm doing a little research and curating stuff that can actually move you. Thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next week. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.